on 2SM and the Super Network. High Tide. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go fishing down the river again. Up before the sun with a can of worms running with my friend. Scurrying down the riverbank, taking our positions on the bridge. Hoping for that red fin, one pound to put in Mama's fridge. Where the wobbler and the dragonfly knew us like they knew the river bend. But as sure as yabbies bite your toes, this boyhood story had to end. Good morning and welcome to High Tide, a lovely Saturday morning at, uh, I think it's summertime, it started to cool down a bit yesterday afternoon, but I uh, hope everyone's having a great week. Good morning, Kieran. Good, Good morning, morning, Al. Good morning to Mumbles. Yeah, Mumbles is... In he the could be back. He will be next week. Uh, yeah, there's a chance that he could return, folks. Watch the price of vegetables go up when he goes and buys them all. We can oh, my word. <laughs> at, least the, at least the cattle and the lamb are safe. Don't know about the chicken, lobster, lobsters, northern beaches, lobsters. Yeah, lobsters. One would think so. Champagne. He doesn't drink beer. He never talks about beer. Okay, is he yachty? Well, never was champagne, champagne, and they get it for nothing. Yeah. yeah. What's the tides well, for today, Kieran? Huh? What's the tides for today? The tides today. We've got the um, the bottom of the tide will be at five fifty two at Fort Denison here in Sydney. That'll be 0.62 of a metre. High tide at 12.29, 1.77, so that's a good run, a bit over a metre. And then another low at 7.29 tonight, 0.4. So there's plenty of run in the later tide, 1.3. Sounds pretty good. Mm, and the weather's so not too bad for boating, but um, not good yachting. if you're further up north. That's where it's copping it. But uh, we're talking easterly below 10 knots, becoming northeasterly 10 to 15 knots in the middle of the day, increasing 15 to 20 in the afternoon. Sea below 1, increasing to 1.5 during the afternoon. Swell southerly 1.5 to 2.5, decreasing to around 1.5 metres around midday, and the weather is partly cloudy. For a chat this morning. Yes. We're going to talk to Al McGlashan about 6.30. We'll talk about North Bank and we'll talk about Blake's Marine. Yes. But... But yesterday, his article in the paper was about something that you and I and Mumbles is yet to experience is out on the ocean blue, travelling wide. The sunfish. I remember seeing sunfish in Botany Bay years ago. Did you? Yes. Oh, right, when you were on the tugs. Yeah. Massive big things. Well, he went, yeah, we'll float it in through. <laughs> it's nearly take up the heads. Yeah, oh, they're big fish. <laughs> and it, it's like hitting a container or a whale, yeah. Tommy. You don't want to hit one. But just a big, lazy fish. But that's what they are. That's yeah. They got their spot in the, in the food chain. Overnight, I do believe from different data that I read that they go a bit deeper. Okay. It's during the like in the in the sunny hours that they come towards and float on the top of the water, but you know they don't swim with the tail like that. No, no, they're very. Everybody see that? Yeah. <laughs> Kieran's arms going left and right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but their body movements, a body movement where they move like that and 
propel themselves forward. It'll be interesting to have a talk to Al about that, find out what's going on. I was lucky enough to spend a couple of days in the harbour during the week, give the big boat a run. At uh, the big yachts are out, get playing, getting ready for the Sydney to Hobart yacht race. Yep, and but, you've participated in that. Yes, yes, that's eight years ago now. But, is it that uh, long? Yeah, it is. Yeah, 2015. Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, time flies when you're having fun. He's glad I don't but, look at uh, the They were all, all playing and getting out, and uh, it was nice to get out in the harbour and have a look around. Mm. The water's clean, which is very good. He rang me, or I rang him, and he said, oh, I'm just out cruising around the harbour. <laughs> I said, why didn't you pick me up going past? I'm not going past Parramatta. <laughs> <laughs> then he said, oh, I'll buy you lunch. <laughs> We've already got lunch on board. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, just give, give, we've done a lot of work on it, so give it a eight or ten hours running and found a few little things to fix, so uh, we've got those sorted out. And uh, that's a learning curve for people. Yes. Um, you're a mechanic. You've got all the facilities available. Yes. Uh, and it's not as though you're looking for a dollar to keep the maintenance up to the no, boat. No, no. It's just purely we've done work and go out and try yeah. it and make sure he's working right. And we found a couple of little things that needed this sorting This is what out. I'm getting at. Yeah. It's wear and tear that you don't really consider or take on board enough, you know, when people buy a boat. Yeah. They're, they're going to realise the upkeep of it. The worst thing you can do is go and buy a boat and take it on a big trip without testing things or getting things sorted out. There's that many horror stories you hear. Mm. Uh, it's just not worth it. I'm really pleased that Grant moved to the category of the size yacht that he's got as against the one he was first playing with. Oh. I, I think that's a good size vessel that he has. Yeah. A he's a multi-boat involved. owner now. He's got he's got numerous boats. Uh, rumours say he's got more of them than I got cars. No, that's not possible. No, I, no Lord, you've <laughs> got more than me. You've got nearly as many cars as GMH. <laughs> <laughs> we better take a break. I've done the weather. We've done the weather. We've done you the You weren't listening, Grant. What are you, you doing? Just, you just sit there and just mumble away, Mary. We did the weather. On 2SM and the Super Network, talking sport. When we played the Kiwis in 1995, my right eye would always open up. So I'd have 18, 20 stitches every game. Mm. And I spilled blood for Australia. It was just most brutal games. Kiwis, you know when you're up against them, mate, they're, uh, they're handing out bruises for fun. Weekdays from three. I was the very first streaker at the cricket ground when Australia played the West Indies. Very first day night match. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> West Indies in the yeah. Australia in the very first day night match. I thought I had to do something, sir. Well, on a famous day that we celebrate, it's nice to have a famous person on, Snowy. <laughs> That's incredible, Snowy. <laughs> Love the show. You know what, Spud? After seeing you, especially on my screen, I'm going to go up a gear. Two four-kilo weights. I'm going to go to the four kilos. <laughs> <laughs> mate, when you're there, go and buy yourself a bib for your dribbling. See you, mate. <laughs> We're back tomorrow, folks, talking sport. 13, 12, 69, talking sport. Today I'm talking to Tracy, who is one of Arbor Vitae's many happy customers. Hi, Tracy. Hello, Lee. When did you start taking Arbor Vitae and what for? I'm a cake maker by trade and suffered with sore hands for years, which is a common issue for my fellow bakers. They know how debilitating it is. A friend suggested I tried Arbor Vitae, and I can't believe how well it's worked for me. What benefits have you noticed from Arbor Vitae? It was after my second bottle that I noticed the difference. My pain has all but disappeared. It's like a magic potion. 
I'm able to work with no pain, no stretch of the truth. It's worked so well for me. It's wonderful to hear how much of a positive impact it has had on your life. Thank you for your time, Tracy. Arbavitae is an easy-to-take daily supplement that may help manage some of the most common health disorders caused by inflammation. Arbavitae health supplements are now available at Chemist Warehouse, Australia's cheapest chemist. Visit arbavitae.com.au. Always read the label and follow the directions for use. Recently retired and want to give back to the community? Looking to contribute to a worthwhile cause? Join View Clubs of Australia, a friendly women's network in your local community. View supports the Smith family to help Australian children in need break the cycle of poverty. Become a member today. Call 1800 805 366 or go to view.org.au. With 20 tab tracks across New South Wales and plenty of greyhound racing action daily, thedogs.com.au is the home for everything greyhound racing. Watch all New South Wales greyhound racing live, plus view on-demand replays and get expert form analysis and tips on every race. The black book function allows you to add your chosen dogs and trainers to let you know when they're running next and update you with their results. It's the one-stop shop for greyhound racing. Visit thedogs.com.au. Gamble response. 2SM has Sydney talking. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go fishing. Down. Welcome back to High Tide. Kieran Allen and Grant in the studio. Although Grant's our silent partner at the moment. But I think we've got to go to Blue Water Renegade Charters, if that's a correct name. We've got Brad online. Morning, Bradley. G'day, how are you? Did I get the name right? Uh, Renegade Blue Water Charge. Close. I got it in the... That's all good. I'll get it right one of these days. I, I can yeah. get Salamander Bait and Tackle. I right. write it down for him, Bradley. I write it down for him. You have a dyslexic moment. That's the one. I'm, left hand- I'm left-handed. I stand on the right side of the golf ball. <laughs> That's the one. Yeah. That's all right. How's the fishing been this week? Yeah, pretty good. We've sort of been out a few times during the week and had a few good catches. We sort of, um, yeah, we caught some nice uh, blue spot flathead and snapper in the ocean and um, we caught a couple of nice marlin one day as well. So, yeah, that was quite good. It was, that's for sure. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Any size to the flathead? Yeah, they were sort of around the... 700, 600 mil long they were okay. anyway. They were pretty, yeah, they're good size ones they were anyway for the blue spot flooded. They were really nice. They were. Beautiful. Probably got, if we got a dozen or 15 one day anyway, we did toss them um, uh, snapper up to the sort of mid 40s as well, like high 40s. Yeah. So, yeah, no, that was all too good there, that's for sure. Sounds nice. Yeah, <laughs> good, good quality for the table. Are you fishing this weekend? Yeah, going out this morning and tomorrow, so... Yeah, we're going to go bottom fishing today and tomorrow we are. So, yeah, we'll try and catch a few more of them and a few traglin and, yeah, whatever else we can catch out there anyway. Yeah. Oh. So looking forward to it. This should how, be good. How are they going with the dredging up there and the bridge openings? Uh, the dredging has been going well this week. They're sort of uh, back in action. And, um, yeah, the bridge opening, I sort of got a little bit of a reply and... Um, They've now got a new system in place, so if the <laughs> operator doesn't turn up, everybody's aware about it. They've got to 
they had no check-in procedure for the uh, bridge operator, so if he doesn't turn up, <laughs> no one knows about it. You know what I mean? Oh dear, that's a bit uh, a bit ordinary, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. Oh, well, so if they're been... rectified, it's the most important thing. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, they've sort of come up with a new procedure that they've got to uh, check in, so someone knows that they're there or not there. Hmm. So, well, you think critical infrastructure would have that sort of thing in place already? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Not anyway. working as a plan B or C. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, no. So, we tested out today anyway, and hopefully it's not a repeat of last Saturday. But um, I think we'll be pretty safe anyway. Yeah, that's good. In the lake, what's happening there? In the lake, there's been a lot, a lot of um, fish around. I was talking to my cousin. He's in the last three trips, just recently, he's caught 20 flathead, and every one of them has been over 70 centimetres. Wow. So he hasn't had to keep one yet. They've all been released. <laughs> so he's getting a bit sick of that. He sort of um, can't catch one under 70 centimetres at the moment. He's, in the last three trips, he's caught 20, and every one of them has been over 70. So. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah. It's usually the, the the wind usually comes from the other direction, doesn't it? Like, yeah. you know, I can't catch one uh, that's legal. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Yeah, that's it. So, so. the flathead are there, the brim are there? Yeah, yeah, the brim are around, absolutely, and there's a uh, whiting are around too, and um, there's a few more kingfish starting to turn up around the um, Fonsie Bridge and also some of the channel markers in the channel as well that are sort of close to the shore, so... Yeah, there's a lot, you know, a lot of people fishing for them at the moment as well. There is so the water's sort of definitely improving. You know, once you know, once that's happening, anyway, they're getting a few kingfish, and there's yeah. still a few ludric in the channel as well. We'll see a few people catching a few ludric, but um, yeah, I think it's just about time to put your ludric fishing gear away and just chase the whiting or the brim more than the ludric. I think one would think so. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, but there has been a few whiting, that's for sure, and the brim have been on the bite. So, yeah, it's all. Yeah, it's all been pretty good, it is, that's for sure. Yeah, that yeah, sounds good. What about down of... there, favourite spot is uh, down around Pulbar Island? Yeah, that's where my cousin catches his flathead. He is anyway down around there at the moment, okay. he is. So. Yeah, and there's a few, um, uh, quite a few tailor down around Pulbar Island as well. There's a lot of um, smaller ones that are undersized, but there is, you know, the bigger ones are down a little bit deeper. We sort of uh, seen them splashing on the surface the other day, and there's big schools of them, but they're all undersized. But the um, bigger ones, I think, are underneath them a bit. So, yeah, it's sort of um, there's plenty of action around anyway. In See, the lake. Cool. Uh, if, were, if they were um, humans, they'd want to lock you up forever if you sent the kids out. You know, whereas uh, you know the fish all stay underneath. We'll put the young, put all the undersized children uh, up on top of the water and let them go first. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly right. Yeah, yeah, no, that's, that's pretty well it, isn't it? That's for sure. But anyway, they're sort of um, obviously got to eat and grow a bit faster than the bigger ones, anyway. I guess. Yeah. Well, when you stop and think about it, you know how how often do you see a school of fish coming along? And the bigger fish are always underneath them. Yep. 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 They're just picking the scraps up all day. They are the bigger ones underneath. Yep. And it's, yeah, they're just a bit shyer. They're not sort of as aggressive, I guess, like that anyway. Or do they, have they worked it out that whatever chews on them falls down to the bottom, so they, therefore, they're there to catch it? Yeah, that's right. Use less energy too, I guess. Yep.
Yeah. Except yeah. except when, when the when the old Noah's Ark is underneath <laughs> them again. <laughs> yeah, I haven't heard too many stories about sharks in the last week or so, but um, there'll be a few hammerheads in the lake, I guess. Now, anyway, with the, you know the warmer water and a bit of activity. I was talking to um, Bateman's Bay yesterday, Marion down there, and she said like they were having. Last week and the week before, they had some um, grey new sharks in. Yeah, okay. Uh, and she said this week, apart like the bull sharks are in there all the time. But yep, then she yep. said we had some makos and they had some. Um, uh, you just mentioned them. Uh, grey nurse. Uh, no, okay. the bull sharks. No, no, the the one with the big head out here like this. Oh, hammer hammerheads. Yeah, uh, glad you could the, show the people out out like this when you put in the well, hands out. What I, I keep thinking we're back on TV, but we're not. <laughs> um, oh yes, we got the camera going. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, uh, which they found a bit unusual that the different species of sharks were coming in. And when I went further and spoke to down at uh, the boys at Naruma, they were saying that you know the colonies of seals are coming in and getting thicker, but the sharks are getting thicker and thicker, and the different varieties of sharks that are coming in. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're certainly there, but um, along some of our beaches, there's a one up to the north at Redhead. I think it's a bit of a breeding ground for the hammerheads, and um, you see a lot of you know by the end of summer, there's a lot, a lot of. Juvenile hammerhead sharks harassing every bait school you see. It's just off the beach there is, but they're only like a metre long or four foot long they are anyway, you know. The, yeah. But it's sort of, I think it's healthy that they're there anyway, you know what I mean? I don't complain about it. No, that's No, right. no. And look at a metre shark, he's not really going to do much damage to you. No. No, it's Give you a, a nip or something, but yeah. a dog will do the same damage. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's the same. That's Especially exactly those little... Dogs like Jack Russell's and whatever, or the, or the Kelpie, he doesn't mind giving you a nip as you're leaving. Yeah, that's right. But yeah, no, I don't sort of um, go in the water at dawn or dusk. That's all I know. <laughs> I don't blame you. It's feeding time at the zoo, isn't it? That's the one. That's the one. Yeah. Okay, Brad. Yeah. You got many spots available between now and Christmas? No, I got a yeah, got a couple of mid. We got the midweek days available. That's for sure. And the weekends are pretty sort of. Yeah, most of them are pretty full at the moment. They are anyway, so, yeah, it's all good there anyway. Okay, if someone wants to book on Renegade Blue Water Charters? Uh, 0437 or just send us a message on Facebook or Instagram. Okay, thanks, Brad. Thank you very much. Okay, talk to you later. Uh, just an update on the weather. Uh, variable 10 knots becoming northeastly 15 to 20 in the middle of the day. Sea below 1 increasing 1 to 1.5 during the afternoon. Swell southerly 1.5 to 2 decreasing to about 1.5 around midday and partly cloudy. So we'll be back soon. What we, we're talk tonight with Gary Stewart. Immigration Minister Andrew Giles said bail breaches will be criminalised for those detainees impacted by the decision. Before the High Court's decision, breaches were of visas could be met with ongoing detention, but that is no longer possible for detainees impacted. Person's guilty of a heinous crime. Oh, gosh, I'm with you. Look at, look at the Barney Bombers, for argument's sake. Yes, yes. 
they're not citizens of Australia. They shouldn't be incarcerated in Australia. They should go back to their own country. Talk tonight. The irony is that this person is now taking advantage of a high court decision mm-hmm. to roam Australia as a free individual. Mm-hmm. It really is, morally speaking, quite disturbing. Talk tonight with Gary Stewart. I certainly would sign a petition, but would it do any good, Gary? Well, it would join a lot of other countries who are now doing the same thing, getting oh, the okay. message to Israel that there needs to be a ceasefire. Gary Stewart, weeknights from 8pm. Want accurate weight and ADG for every animal in your mob or herd? Consider True Test Walk Over Weighing. It's precision livestock farming where you can capture weights on every animal, not just a selection of them. With automated weighing and drafting you can trust, you can make decisions on your top and bottom performers with ease. With 24-7 support every step of the way. Get True Test Walk Over Weighing working for you. Phone 1-800-248-774 or visit truetest.com. Peters of Kensington's Bridal Registry Service has been the first choice for couples for nearly 40 years. Peters offers an Australian-wide registry service, not just for weddings, but for any occasion. With their legendary customer service, years of experience and huge range, finding that perfect gift for your big day couldn't be easier. Visit Peters of Kensington, 57 Anzac Parade, Kensington, or organise your registry online at petersofkensington.com.au. Why in the world would you shop anywhere else but Peters of Kensington? Who am I? I make you laugh and sometimes cry. I'm there when you wake up and by your side each day. You can take me anywhere. I've been connecting communities for longer than you've been alive. Oh, and this year, I'm marking 100 years of providing Australians with laughs, news, sport and great music. I am Australian Radio. 100 years and just getting started. Thanks for listening. With a few simple clicks on the Finance Easy website, you can borrow a serious amount of money without even leaving home. They make Finance Easy, offering a large range of lenders with rates more competitive than the bank. Applying couldn't be easier. Just visit the Finance Easy website, provide a few details, and they'll take care of the rest. Go to financeeasy.com.au or call 1300 003 003. Australian credit license number 392182. 2SM, Sydney's Talking. 2SM, 1269. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go fishing down the river again. Okay. Welcome back to High Tide. Yes, we are. Welcome back to High Tide. It's faded down nicely. Good to see. Grant's doing a good job. Better off when he doesn't have to talk. <laughs> he'll get back me. I'm not here next week and he'll be talking again. <laughs> That's nearly far enough away. <laughs> uh, let's go down to Coast and see what's happening with Captain Roscoe with this lovely weather. Morning, Roscoe. Good morning, gentlemen. Oh, gentle person. How are you? Very good. Very good. Now, Kieran's here and Grant's here. Grant's just our... Oh, so- are they? Oh, I, yeah, I, I knew Grant was here, but uh, Kieran's there, isn't he? Yes, he's, he's there. there. I am Hello, here. Mate. What's you doing? Oh, mate. Still Did- haven't seen my granddaughter. Oh, I haven't. Why not? Oh, I've got the birdie, mate. Oh, okay. That's fair enough. Yep. Yeah, you've got to be. You've got to realise. 
We're supposed to be going over there today for a family get-together and meet the baby, you know? Yeah. But, uh, Do you think the baby will remember it? No. Oh, okay. No. But Let's hope she doesn't get scared. <laughs> well, let's hope it's not like our other get um, other uh, get-togethers and a man's got to sit there and watch them all getting drunk. <laughs> anyway, well, we'll see how the day pans out. I'll let you know tomorrow. Yeah. If I'm a bit seedy tomorrow, I'm not not uh, on there. You know what's happened. Yeah. Okay. I broke, I broke away. All right. Listen to this. Variable below 10 knots, normally 10 to 15 in the morning, then 10 to northeast, 15 to 20 in the middle of the day. Winds reach up 25 knots south of Point Vicula in the late afternoon. Okay, so even though the weather's not doing it, it looks like our, our summer weather pattern's starting to uh, raise 10. It is, and a strong wind morning yeah. for tomorrow already. Yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, that's, that goes down to see up to 30 knots tomorrow. Yes. So uh, if you're going to go fishing, I'll be getting out, or if you're down this way and you're going to go fishing, I'll be going today because I can't see you getting out tomorrow. Uh, yeah, I agree. Um, well, now, not many guys have been out this week. All the um, all the guys that normally go out during the week have had to catch up on their work before Christmas, so... They're frantically putting tiles in bathrooms and hinges on doors and all sorts of stuff at the moment. But I have heard on the grapevine some guys have been out wide and picked up some nice um, bonito. Right. And and when I say nice bonito, I mean big bonito. So that, that you know, that, that's starting to come back. So if they're there, the other stuff will be there. The ones with the pointy nose will be there. So, um, for the guys that are uh, out wide fishermen, I think uh, now might be the time to strike or over the next couple of weeks anyway. I, I haven't heard anything from up north. They've been getting um, mail and that up there. Yeah. Yeah, right. Well, that's what will be happening out there. Um, back into the 30s, 50s, 60s, um, terrific. Absolutely terrific uh, snapper, mate. Um, yeah. you, you know, feed, feed two families for a week type snapper. Really good stuff. And a lot of good pig fish. You know, best thing they ever did was changing the traps because now the fig fish, uh, the fig fish, the fish can get out of the trap, the smaller fish, which, um, the, um, which they are. But the snapper gets stuck in there. So the guys that are um, still running um, stuff, they're they're, um, they're they're getting good fish for the markets. Yeah. And the, the guys going out after they've been and gone are getting good fish again. So it's all sort of coming together. Nice for Christmas as usual. Um, although last year was a bit by on, but uh, so far it's looking very good. A lot of good snapper around. Um, again, if you want some real big snapper, uh, go out to 60 Fathom and you'll get some good uh, big, big kings um, and uh, some really good snapper out there. Just watch it. They've got teeth in them. Remember that. Out that way, the snapper are very, very, uh, very um, 
big and my real boy is in there and my real tiger off if you're not if you're not careful so just beware of that um in in close around the around the uh, front of the blowhole we've been getting some good um, blackfish um yeah i'm not allowed to say that anyway we're no. getting some good good um ludericks and uh they're getting the snapper there too Usually in the afternoon they get the snapper, which is unusual because it gets a bit sloppy through there in the afternoon. But it must be just stirring the bottom up because uh, a few of the boys, guys, have caught some big ones there during the week. Um, behind the pool, uh, our little sand hole—that's working, mate. They're getting bonito. They're getting all sorts of stuff out of there at the moment. Again, um, if you've never been there, be careful. Um, stand back from the from the edge, and you should be pretty safe there in most conditions, barring uh, black nor'easter. Um, along uh, Bombay Beach, it's the usual stuff along there. We've been getting a few um, kingfish along there, which surprises me. But they uh, they they told me they're getting them. Well, I've taken them if they were. And um, the flathead, obviously, are there as well, and the snapper. Um, a long bombay the same. Minamara's got a lot of stuff up the top end. I was talking to Nigel the Devil, and he was saying that um, up the top they've been getting some very, very good ludric on nippers and weed. So uh, if you if you like like eating blackfish, you might be a spot to go to up there. Long bombay beach. Um, you got all the oh, dumb bombay. Sorry. Um, out the front of Rangoon, they've been getting some good fish there in that little uh, little um, slop that runs through there. One you've got to be careful of in a, in a big sea. Uh, the, the farm's been working. Um, everyone seems to be getting fish. It's really good. The farm's mainly been flooded. There hasn't been as many snapper in there. I think most of them are hanging around the front of Rangoon or in the entrance to um, Minamara. Uh, up on the point, massive point there, you've got uh, the same fare as along, along uh, uh, Bombay Beach. Um, around the corner, we've been getting some good-sized kingies down near the gantry. And up at the lake, the lake's been very good for flathead. And at the entrance, again, snapper. But uh, they're not as prevalent as outside, of course. But they are there. Um, they were, they've been getting a lot of um, prawns out of the out of the lake as well. I don't know when the next dark is, but um, it might be worth buying yourself a net and a bucket and having a bit of a wander around. It's, if they're not big enough to eat, they're big enough to bait. So it might be worth doing that. And Shell Harbour. Yeah, Shell Harbour. On the front, um, just going down to Blake's Marina, you mm-hmm. know, with the old gantry there. Yeah. Yep. That's where they've been getting fish, mate, uh, the old gantry. And that it's, you can still get into that quite easily. And apparently they've opened, they're opening up another section of the marina there too. For bigger vessels, yes, on the news during that's the right. Week. Yep. Yeah, yeah, they had the official opening during the week at uh, Shell Cave Marina. Yeah, yeah, the, all the different ferries were there. I call them hangers on the, 
they were all there. Most um, of them, aren't they the Muppets when they stand there and do the interview, the people bobbing their head behind, they're like Muppets? Yeah. Yeah, we call them noddies. Yeah. Yeah, and it looks ridiculous. Yeah, Absolutely ridiculous. Oh wow, I want it I want my head on T V. Whack out. Unbelievable. Yeah, noddies. What do you call? Muppets. Muppets, yeah. Someone's got an arm up their backside moving them around. Yeah. <laughs> but, do they honestly think, are they that stupid, or do they honestly think we are that stupid? Oh, I, I, I don't know. I don't know, but someone who's gone to university decided it's a good idea. They all do it now. <laughs> Mate, the older I'm getting, the stupider this place is getting. No, Anne tells me I'm just getting grumpy as I get older. I hope, I hope the, um, when we get up to the big one that all these people stay on earth. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be in stripe up there I'll come out swinging Ah <laughs> uh, well You get yeah. that no, a, no, Let me tell you there's a few people we know That are up there that are quite knowledgeable And surely they've got to put in a, Have a bit of a say And not let the imbeciles will Get down here Especially yeah. those that work in the government Allow yeah, them up there. Send them. Now. Send them. I'm sure the bloke downstairs doesn't want them either. They put the fire out. <laughs> yeah, he'll have a he'll have a, um, a tin mesh across so they couldn't get yeah. through. Yeah. yeah. No, all right, mate. Uh, we've got to go. All right, mate. I'll talk to you tomorrow. I should have a bit more in depth tomorrow. So that, take what do you mean? That was forever. That was great. Was it? Oh, good one. Okay, okay Roscoe. Thanks for that. Guys. Okay. See you, bro. Bye. Roscoe, later we'll go do an ad break and back with more of High Tide soon. 2SM has Sydney talking. Wake up with Richard King. In your opinion, big business with price gouging is responsible for the inflation we're experiencing at the moment, Kevin. If all those people were just a little bit less greedy, how much better off would we be? Then from 9am, the king of talkback radio, John Laws. I think you're an idiot. You're a stubborn fool. Right, okay. I just thought I'd give you something to think about. Okay, well, it has. It's uh, got me thinking about stubborn fools that make stupid statements, and you're one of them. Afternoons with Brent Bolsitude. What he needs to do, though, I believe, as the Prime Minister, is own up and say, look, I can't deliver on this promise. Talking sports. Weekdays from three. Happy? I know, I'm just saying. We're not talking about a pup here. He's been around for donkeys. Talk tonight with Gary Stewart. They've been screaming out for help here. State government's not listening. Neither is the local council. 2SM has Sydney talking. Relax and unwind before you take off when you stay overnight at Ridges Gold Coast Airport Hotel. Located just a minute's walk to the terminal and a five-minute stroll to the beach, Ridges Gold Coast Airport Hotel is your perfect home away from home. Enjoy a sundowner and meal at Ridges Rooftop Bar with views along the Gold Coast beaches and the hinterland. Visit ridges.com or you can call 07 56198 
198. The World Supercross Australian Grand Prix is returning to Marvel Stadium, Melbourne on the 24th and 25th of November. Witness 40 of the world's best riders, including reigning champion Ken Roxon and Australian heroes Aaron Tanti and Luke Clout as they battle for championship glory. Marvel Stadium will light up with epic pyrotechnics, freestyle motocross stunts and live music and more for two nights of exhilarating entertainment. Get your tickets at wsxchampionship.com. Don't miss it. Get a great deal more with Kubota's in-stock catalogue. Check out Kubota's excavators, mowers, utility vehicles, generators and tractor range, which perfectly match to Kubota's land pride attachments. All available for immediate delivery. Let Kubota help to get your property ready for summer. With package deals, competitive finance rates and extended warranties, there's never been a better time to get yourself into a new Kubota machine. Visit kubota.com.au to view the in-stock catalogue now. Treat your taste buds with irresistible chocolates from the Byron Bay Chocolate Company. Oh, can I have one too? Yes, here's a moon macadamia. Mmm, thanks. Oh, yum. Australia's finest chocolate-coated fruit and nuts, locally sourced and imported from our perfect growing climate of the Byron Bay region and our beautiful hinterland. It's a little family company, big in chocolate, supplying the world. Can I have another? Here, chocolate macadamia. Look out for the Byron Bay Chocolate Company at Quality Independent Outlets. News, sport, talk. 2SM 1269. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. Welcome back to High Tide. Let's get out to Jarvis Bay and find out what's happening with Pro Lewis. Craig Reed. good morning. Good morning. Uh, very good morning. How are you? I'm good. How's it been down in Jarvis Bay this week? Um... Well, he's been blowing south one day, then south, and then south, and then a little bit north, and then south, and then, <laughs> south, and then it rains, then it doesn't rain. It <laughs> just doesn't know what it's doing at the moment. Well, I think you're in for a couple of northerlies for a few days. Yeah, it looks like a little cut-off low forming off the coast, maybe like the start of an east coast low, maybe mid-north coast or something that looks like. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like that. It looks like more rain, which is good. We, we can take the rain. Um, we need that. Um, well, we've had a fair bit of that this week, too, like just sort of showery stuff. Um, the bay itself has been fishing okay. Um, it's actually good reports of bigger kings at the moment. More out the front, um, outside the bay, and all those prominent headlands and, and deeper reefs out the, the front of Jervis Bay, both north and south. There's still a mixed bag by all reports of kings actually, smaller kings actually inside the bay, and that's pretty consistent with this time of year. But you'll you'll find the headlands have got pretty good pelagics in terms of um, pretty good schools of salmon sort of hanging around still um, in amongst the rat kingfish, but bigger kingfish offshore. Um, the deeper reefs by all reports are actually producing a, a bit better snapper. That's those sort of 40 to 55 metre reefs. Um, we've got a good bunch of reefs out the front here, too, in about 80 metres, which don't get fished that often. Uh, but it just depends on whether the fish are, are that deep. And um, the squid also holding up pretty good. Um, beach is going all right. All the usual suspects on there. Um, I guess most of the attention at the moment is on the base. And I, I promised Bertie at the boat show I'd find him a crocodile-sized flooded um, a couple of days before the moon at the end of the week. And I've got to tell you, I'm struggling. <laughs> Oh, the the fish are there, but this season the bigger ones 
are harder to get. Now, that could be really interesting. It, it could come down to, well, are they biting? Are they biting our lures? Because we're only we lure fish for them. Or are they not the big ones in the numbers in the traditional areas? So that's, that's sort of the big question at the moment. But you're definitely having to put in a lot more casts for shorter bite windows in those periods in between the showers over the past week. Um, but one thing with the basin turtle, look, we all know it as a big flathead fishery, a big, big brim fishery. It's also a big tailor fishery. You got to have a stick bait with you. So get yourselves one of the um, one of the pros that are ultra gar one fifty floating or sinking model. It doesn't matter because the, the the randomness of St George's Basin is um, a school of tailor will just pop up right next to the boat and start smashing up fish, and it'll last all of five or ten seconds, and then it's gone. So you literally have to pick up a stick bait and throw them at these tailor. And a lot of these tailor are sort of around that 55 to 60 centimetre mark, so they're not real little ones. And then every now and then you just get a 70 to 80 centimetre model um, or a school of those show up as well. So they're in there. Um, but that rod for that should be probably around about a 6 to 12 kilo model with 8 to 10 braid, about a 16-pound litre, and then right at the end with a double uni knot, you're tying a bit of 50-pound um, litre with a, a good ultra-gas stick bait on it. Uh, the sinking one allows you to skip it across the surface and then just drop it subsurface into the last area that you saw them. Nine times out of ten, they'll come and eat it. Uh, but the top water bite on them's been pretty good. But the brimming has been slower. Like all the traditional areas we were in a creek mouth the other night right on sunset and it was just bait going off everywhere and didn't even pull a fish let alone a brim or a flathead out of there so kind of uh, don't know whether the fish know whether they're Arthur or Martha at the moment some few funny things are happening in the estuary but by all reports the estuaries further south um, also producing good fish you're talking down towards uh, Burrell Lake down a dollar dollar uh, Shoalhaven River's been fishing really well as well um, some good bass being caught out of the upper part of the Shoalhaven River. And um, had a good carp session with the boy during the week um, on the way up to Complete Angler at Minchinbury. Um, Kangaroo Valley is thick with the mud marlin. So pretty much any any bit of water that you can see where you've got legal access from the road without walking over someone else's property... Um, you just need a small uh, a two to four kilo setup, six pound braid, eight pound litre, and I use either a little watermelon grub, it's a 60 mil grub, and I cut the body of the grub down and throw that out on about a 128 or, or 140th hidden, hidden weight. So that's where the weight's actually um, embedded on the hook, and then you just slide the grub over the top of that and, and pick your carp and then just drop it down within a metre of their nose and turn the handle, and they normally just swim up to it and engulf it. And they go really good buried in your veggie garden. <laughs> okay. Because over the next yeah, over the next like over the next couple of months, as that fish breaks down, like it's such an amazing fish oil thing. So you bury one of them within close proximity to a whole bunch of uh, Lebanese cucumbers and and tomato plants and pumpkins, and you watch what happens. Hey, listen. Um, yeah, Greg. When you were talking about the flathead, we were talking to yeah. Brad earlier this morning. And yeah, he said one of his mates was fishing Pool Bar Island and he caught 20 flathead in a row, all over 70 metres. He couldn't get one to take home. 70 centimetres? Yeah, plus. 70 centimetres plus. Couldn't get one to take home. Pool Bar Island. No. Okay. <laughs> Where's Pool Bar again? Lake Macquarie. Lake Macquarie. Oh, Lake Macquarie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're out there. It's <laughs> 
<laughs> it, it's almost depending on the size class bite because the, when the big ones bite, the smaller ones don't, and that makes a lot of sense because the smaller ones are going to get eaten once the big ones are biting. Um, so the, the thing is with the flatties, when you find a when you start to well, when you find a patch of legal fish, like fish that you can legally retain, um, and generally they're around about those sort of forty to fifty-five centimetre models. When you start finding them, just keep putting in casts in those areas. And that's where you're likely to find um, a larger crocodile-sized one at this time of year because they are in spawning aggregations. That's why it's important to have a big net. Um, we keep them in the net at the side of the boat for about five minutes before we pull them out of the water so they can get it out of their system in the net and then generally just drop them straight back in on the same spot so they can get back on with the job. Um, but, yeah, it's, we're having to work a bit harder. I don't like it like that. This time of year, it's usually pretty... Um, it's not generally that overly hard to 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 catch and release a big one but um the last week's been a bit bit how you go but yeah we're going to get a lot more rain next week so um we'll see what happens on the other side of that okay thank you greg yeah. pro lures where can we get them ProLureAustralia.com.au. you can get them in over 250 stores and eight countries now there you go yeah we're getting there okay no worries. We're chipping away. All good tackle stores in BCS. Okay. Thank you, Greg. Have a great day. Have a great weekend, yeah. Have okay. A great See ya. Bye. Now we'll stay with the phones. Let's go a bit closer to home. Bobby Dean, good morning. How are we, gentlemen? We're good. We're good. That's good. I'm just dry. drying out, mate. Did you get a bit wet last night, did you? Not last night, not before. Okay. Where were you fishing at? Oh, I was down at Picking Point. I thought, I'd, yeah, good tides. I looked at the, the, the weather forecast early in the morning. I thought, that'd be good. I'll go down and spend the night down there. Yeah. yeah well, when I wanted to catch a few prawns for liveies, it absolutely bucked down for ages. <laughs> yeah. When it did ease off, I'll go check a line. Yeah. Got a line halfway in it, it come down again. <laughs> yeah, right. Bugger this. I'm going to sit in the car. Might even go to sleep. So, yeah. That was, yeah. The geez, the crabs give the uh, uh, squid baits a hard time. Did they? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Time to go and put your mud trap crab traps in down there, mate. Okay. Now, every time I put a squid bait out, half an hour, you know, you see the leader all crunched up, big dints in it and that. So uh, definitely crabs, not, not pickers eating the squid away. Yeah. So, you know, I've caught some absolute thumping mud crabs up that part of the river. Okay. Mm. Should have put a couple of traps out. A bit hard from the shore, mate. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, it drops off quite quite a bit there, mate. Yeah. And it drops down to about 12, 13 metres. Okay. Yeah, it's not a position where you can sort of cast them out and, <laughs> and wind no, them back mate, in. Yeah. Get the boat back on the water. Mm. Um, get off my butt and get the trailer registered. That's no great drama. Yeah, actually, for people, to, please be a bit, um, uh, what's the right word for it? Um, I was looking at some crab traps on the Parramatta River on a Thursday, and they're just bits of cool light at, uh, <laughs> with ropes wrapped around them, and you will get done for it. You've got to label them all. They're going to be correct. And um, if people don't know what they're looking for, you'll pick them up with a prop very easy, and there's four of them uh, just off the main channel at uh, Abbotson. Yeah, well, Blakey... Like you're supposed to run either a bit of lead or cord that sinks. 
Oh yeah, no, no. These, these were floating on the surface. I could pick up what they were, but they'd had the the, the string or a small wrap wrapped around them type of thing. But they weren't yeah. identified what they were. They were just bits yeah. of cool like broken off a box. Yeah, right. Yeah, but uh, you know, I normally use a uh, uh, Venetian cord. They just sink straight down. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it will. But just, but you can actually buy the for your crab traps. Um, you can buy a packet of four with boys, the floats, and all the identifiers. Yeah, hundred mil, hundred fifty mil. Yeah, I've seen. Yeah, them. and they're not dear. It, it's you can write on them. You know what it is. It even comes with with the with the felt tip pen to be able to write on it. So yeah, uh, yeah. there's no excuse. Now, twenty dollars or something like that. I'm speaking of crabs. I was chatting with mate Louis yesterday. He fishes up in Brisbane Water. He had a little fish during the week. He sent me a photo of a fish ID. It was a little cobia about 15 inches long. Yeah. But he had a good day. Well, he had three rim, two of them which were 37, 38 centimetres. Good fish. Yeah, quality fish. Yeah, one flooded, a couple of largest homoine. Yeah. And seven blue swimmer crabs all caught online. Well, okay. That's a good, good day. Yeah, he said he had a cracking morning. Oh, he got himself some brownie points. Jesus, there's a few fish around. I was sat there, mate. Nick, yes, I had down the Shell Harbour, and his mates had been donging the snap around wider in the deep water on the jigs. Yeah. Yeah. He said most of the fish are running that 70 to 80 centimetre mark. Okay. Yeah, so they're, they're excellent quality fish. I haven't heard much offshore. It's been patchy. Yeah. Um, there must be some mahi mahi out there. I see Almaglash and. F- Posted a photo of Ords with a good uh, dolly. Yeah, well, a couple of weeks ago, just about every fad had them. Yes. I've seen a photo, where was it, you know, from down south, Burmy or somewhere, that their fad down there is, you know, half underwater. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was running at three knots, the current earlier in mate. the week. It was running at three knots, the current earlier in the week. Yeah, mate, yeah. And probably hell with your navigation, too. <laughs> yes. You can uh, come come undone pretty easily. You know, it's uh, one of these things that's... Uh, you can't really see it that often. Yeah. Unless you hit the edge. Yeah. And when you hit the edge, then you see the ocean completely change. Yeah. When it behaves. Oh, that's right, yeah. But, um, you know, there's plenty of fish around. Yeah. Um, you know, I've got a few whiting. Every time I put a worm bait out, it last five minutes. Yeah. That was, you know, just legals. Uh, beaches around Wollongong, down. Some okay. really nice whiting and rim turning up. So that's, you know, a slam-based boys. Okay. Right, that's Here's good, Bobby. We're going to go. We've got the news coming up. All right, mate. I'll do a bit of fresh water tomorrow, boys. Okay. No, he's saying that you stay dry this morning. Yeah, only on the outside. <laughs> okay, no worries. Thanks, Bobby. That's Bobby Dean. He's a good boy. So he got out and got wet the other night. We'll be back with more of High Tide After News, 13 12 69, if you'd like to give us a call.